0: Hey, what's up guys, real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the TheAnthonyVecino, so go go connect, let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. In an age of infinite leverage, judgment is a superpower. That's Naval Ravikant. We talk a lot about judgment and decision-making as, you know, one of the most important skills that you can have as an entrepreneur or just as an individual in this this new modern world where the power of your decisions could have such enormous upside potential. Um, but one of the difficulties is how do you actually develop as a, a good decision-maker? Like, how do you develop that ability as, uh, you know, having good judgment? typically we would say that it just takes time. Like you need to have a lot of time and a lot of experience and with time and wisdom or experience comes wisdom. Right. But how can we fast track that? How can we take a more active role in developing our decision-making powers? Well, I want to share with you today three frameworks or three ideas that you can, you can use when you're working through a decision, whether big or small. And by implementing these, this, these frameworks on a consistent basis, you'll start to see like you're systematically making better decisions because now you actually have a process through which you think through your decisions. And just that right there sets you so far ahead and beyond most people who don't really have a, a formula, a way of processing big, important decisions. So let's take it from the top. Number one is the ice framework. This is I C E. Um, this is a way of rank ordering and prioritizing tasks and working through what should you be working on? Cause that's one of the most important questions you got to answer at any given moment with your life is like, what should I be working on right now? Should I be spent, what should I be spending my time on? But you don't have so much time that you can afford to be wasting it. So getting really clear, what's the most important stuff. And this is a nice little handy dandy framework for doing that. So ice stands for impact, confidence, and ease. The way this works is you list out everything that's on your plate, the things that you're working through right now, and you rank order them based off of how much impact they would have, how much confidence you have in your ability uh, to execute it and how easy it would be to execute it. Now, the, the the way I was taught this framework was from Tom Bilyeu a number of years ago, and he would just rank them all on a scale of one to 10. And then he would just look at whatever has the highest number and he would go tackle that. So for instance, Writing a book, very impactful. That's a number 10 on impact. Uh, Confidence, I've written a number of books, so maybe an eight. For ease, that's like a two. So grand total, we have a score of 20. Um, My problem with this system, though, is that that's writing a book, and that's very impactful. We know that, and I have high confidence, but because it's not an easy thing to do, it brings the whole score down artificially. When you compare that to to something else, like make a YouTube video, YouTube video maybe is a nine on impact, and maybe it's a, a seven on um, confidence, right? But maybe it's a a six or a seven on ease. And therefore I just am going to do some math here in public. So bear with me, that would be nine, let's say for the impact, let's say the confidence was seven. So now we're at 16 and let's say we said six or seven for the the confidence. Now we are at about 23, right? So we're above writing a book. So I should probably work on the video rather than working on the book, but one of those isn't as impactful as the other one. And so are we actually doing the more important thing? So I took Tom's scale of, you know, instead of ranking everything on one to 10, what I did was something a little bit different. I started ranking everything, um, impact on a scale of one to 20 confidence on a scale of one to 10, and then ease on a scale of one to five, because I don't think ease should play, I uh, should, should have an equal role in your decision-making about, uh, um, uh, calculus as impact. So I think impact is far more important than how easy a thing is because the things that are typically the most impactful are typically going to be difficult. So rank order whatever you're working through, and you'll start to you'll start to notice some trends. Like okay, these things the more impactful ones. That's probably what you should be spending your time and energy on, right? So that's one system, the ice method. And I um, you can go to where can you get this? You can go to anthonyvicino.com backslash millionaire. And you can download my three-step millionaire productivity system. In there, I give some more examples about the ice system and how you can apply it. So you can go download that completely free. All right. Second system or second framework for thinking three decisions is the idea of revolving doors. This I learned from Jeff Bezos. no you know, I read one of his Share shareholder letters. And that's where I learned it. He, he didn't sit me down and, and tell me this. Um, it's just the idea that some decisions are like walking through a revolving door, which means they can easily be reversed. Whereas some decisions, it's a one-way door and there's, you can't go back. Once you go through that door, you can't come back out. And it's really helpful then to, to delineate what are those decisions in your life that are a revolving door versus just a one-way door. The one-way doors you want to take more time and be considerate with. If you can't reverse the decision, um, you're, you're going to want to take a little bit more time with that decision, assuming that it's an important decision. If it's important and non-reversible, then you got to take your time with it. But if it's if it's not important and it's reversible, then don't worry about it. You need to you need to prioritize the speed of decision in that s- situation. So just asking yourself, is this an important decision? that I can unwind, or is this an important decision that only has one uh, one way door? And a lot of times the decisions that we think are one way doors are actually revolving doors. We'd be better served instead of just trying to, you know, go through all the mental hoops um, of just making the decision quickly and moving on. So. That's number two, the third system for making decisions and working through your tasks um, and prioritizing things in your life is the Eisenhower matrix. Now the Eisenhower matrix is just a simple way of graphing out, um, the, the, activities that you need to do in your life. So if we were to, if we were to graph activities on a Y axis of importance and an X axis of urgency, then what you would arrive at and this, I know this is hard to visualize perhaps um, in an audio format, but imagine, you know, the vertical line is importance, things that are important, the more important they are, the higher up they are on the y-axis and things that are on the horizontal line, the x-axis, they are urgent. So the further along that, the more urgent they are. So what this creates then is the things that are in the very top right corner of this graph are things that are both urgent and important. That's what we call quadrant one. In quadrant one task, I call MIGs or the most important goals. If you go to the left of your MIGs or your quadrant one, you're left in this quadrant two, which are activities that are important, but not necessarily very urgent. And these activities I refer to as WIGs. They're wildly important goals. Um, If you, and we'll put a pin in this, we'll come back to mildly and and wildly important goals here in just a second, because these are the ones that we wanna focus our time and energy on. But let's say we go below this line now, to the bottom right corner. So directly underneath quadrant one, we have quadrant three. These tasks are urgent, but they're not terribly important. Okay, so these are things like emails, walking the dog, doing grocery shopping, those things that are like, they're urgent, you gotta do them, life doesn't move on without them, but they're not terribly important. And then activities that are to the left of even that, they're activities that are falling in quadrant four, which is directly below quadrant two. So these are activities that are not important and they're not urgent. And therefore we should just delete those entirely, right? Now, the way to think through these is that we wanna delete quadrant four activities that are not important and not urgent. We want to delegate quadrant three activities that are are urgent, but not important. And we want to then um, schedule when we're gonna do our quadrant activities. See, quadrant one, you don't really need to worry about all that often because things that are both important and urgent, they have a way of getting done. Like, you know you have your deadline and so you're probably gonna get that thing done. You don't need to overly worry about those generally. It's the things that are wildly important, the things that are important, but not necessarily urgent because I don't have a a timeline associated with them right now or the timeline is so long. Those are the things that we tend to put off and we send a sacrifice for the expense of quadrant three and quadrant four activities until that quadrant two activity, that wildly important goal suddenly gets promoted to uh, most important to now it's urgent and important. We don't want that though. Like, because then the work that we can put towards that activity is usually not the highest quality that it could have been if we had just been slowly working away at it over time. So our quadrant two activities are the ones that I like to proactively schedule into my life. And by doing that, you're making sure that those activities that are in most important are getting the attention that they deserve and not just as a consequence of them becoming urgent. So that is the Eisenhower matrix. I've done a bunch of videos on that. It's a very, very helpful framework that we use with our team. to to rank order and prioritize what are we running at collectively at any given moment. So those are three decision-making frameworks. Hopefully one of these gives you something to noodle on, chew on, and um, hopefully go out there and make some better decisions. So thanks as always for being here. We'll catch you in the next episode, but until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also you get some pretty cool behind the scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com/newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly Five to Thrive. All right. Let's get into the show.